Right. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. My name is Andrew, one of the pastors here in Victor Malate. Today, we're going to end our series titled Add to Heart. Again, Add to Heart is our yearly series wherein we talk about biblical finance. Every year, we talk about perspectives from the Word of God when it comes to our finances and giving. And this year, we wanted to focus on our giving as a worship to God. Now, this year has been a t- had been a tough year for a lot of us, right? And no one would have ever predicted the magnitude of challenges and trials that we would have encountered this 2020. However, in the midst of all these things, in the midst of this pandemic, we can still trust God for provision and in turn, we can give to Him generously in faith and honor Him. Amen? All right, amen. Again, just to give us a recap of this series, um, we said in week one that Giving is first and foremost a matter of the heart. You remember that? We looked at the story of Cain and Abel. If our hearts are not okay and right with Him first, then doesn't matter what type of offering or how huge the offering we give to God. God desires our all. God desires our full surrender to Him first and foremost. Amen? Now, again, because of our sinful nature, we can't do this on our own, live a life of full surrender to Him. But because of what Christ did for us on the cross, Our our sins are now dealt with, and through the power and the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, then we can yield ourselves truly to God now in surrender. Amen? Right, so that was week one. Week two, we said this, that we are to honor the Lord with the first fruits of our wealth. To honor the Lord means, in its literal sense, do you remember this? To give weight to the Lord. And one one way we give weight to the Lord with our lives is by Checking if the direction of our wealth and finances goes to the Lord or the things of the Lord. Now, for many of us, 2020 has probably not been the best year, right? But I hope and pray that no matter what the circumstances, we will still continue to honor the Lord with our lives, and that includes our wealth. I hope that 2020 will be a year that will make us strong and resilient. And hopefully, in hindsight, we will say this, Lord, I'm glad I did not lose my faith in you. I'm glad I trusted in you even more, though times were tough. And the trust that I gave you that year, in hindsight, made my faith grow stronger with you all the more. Okay, so for today's message, as we end this series on biblical finance, we're going to see what true generosity and sacrificial giving really is to the Lord. And today, we're going to look at the account of the widow who put in two copper coins in the temple. Are you familiar with that? If not, if you have your Bibles with you, kindly open them with me to Mark chapter 12. Verses 41 to 44. Okay, let's all read that together. You can read it with me on the screen. It says here, And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums, and a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which, is, which makes a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly, I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Let's just take this time to pray. Father, thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, God, for this account about the widow's offering. And I pray, Lord God, that though many of us have heard this already, that you will refresh us, Lord God, even in this time and season, Lord God, what we're going through, especially in the area of finances and giving. Help us learn from your word and by the power of the Holy Spirit, remind us, Lord God, how 
to really honor you with our wealth. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say online, amen, amen, and amen. Okay. You know, every time I'm reminded about this specific account in the gospel, about the woman with the two copper coins, I'm reminded of what true, real, and sacrificial generosity is all about. Uh, the woman here in the story is a model that the Lord Jesus Christ calls us to follow. So our story here starts off with Jesus, right? And he was sitting down opposite the treasury and watching people putting money in the offering box. And Mark tells us that many rich people put in large sums, right? In verse 42, it says here, And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins which make a penny. Now, to better appreciate the context of this example that Jesus calls us to follow, we have to understand first and foremost that Jesus tells, this, tells us this, that this woman gave everything she had to live on, right? Ito na lahat ng meron siya. Also, hindi lang yun. We learn from the amount she gave of how poor she really was. The amount that the woman gave here were two small copper coins. And one small copper coin was worth one out of 128 of a denarius. A denarius is a day's worth of labor. So if you're going to put that in today's context, according to Google, sabit sa Google, our minimum wage here in the Philippines depends per region and can vary from around 290 to 537 pesos per day. So the, the amount that the woman had here was probably worth somewhere around 4.5 to 8.5 pesos in today's context. Yan lang yung meron siya. And that was all she had to live on. And that's what a, a, a woman that poor would have been in the Philippines today. Now, for all of us watching and listening online, wouldn't you agree na 4.5 to 8.5 pesos is pretty much inconsequential? Sobrang liit ng value nito. And wala ka nang mabibili nito today except siguro mga candy. Tama ba? And imagine a person today only having this much in his or her life. And imagine this person goes to church, attends a service, and gives 4.5 to 8.5 pesos today in the offering basket. Or nowadays online. When, when people look at that person, some may think, napakalit na amount, medyo insignificant. Dapat di na lang niya binigay, Probably. He or she should have probably kept that amount to himself or herself, right? Well, for the other attendees, well accomplished, earning a lot, having big businesses, these people put their money in the offering and give huge sums and amount. Or again, online. In the world's chaos and economy today, what the woman probably gave is something that the world will disregard or not put too much attention and light to, right? Ano ba naman kasi yung two small copper coins? Or 4.5 to 8.5 pesos today. If we really think about it, if the Lord Jesus Christ had not made such a big deal out of this, we would probably not make such a big deal out of it as well. Tamaba. But I think one valuable lesson that we can learn from here is this that when it comes to the relative amount that we are able to give to God, our level of generosity is proportional to the amount of wealth that we have. See, Jesus Sabinya, this poor widow. Has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. Wow, what, what a statement. Yamanagbigay previous to the widow gave huge amounts and sums, while the widow, again, just gave two copper coins today, probably again around 4.5 to 8.5 pesos. In the world's economy, it doesn't make sense as to, as to how the amount that the widow had given 
is more than the amount that the rich people gave. That doesn't make sense in today's economy. But God's economy is different. In God's economy, generosity is measured in proportion to how much you have. For the poor widow, this is all she had to live on. That's why, that's why this, huh? no amount of riches that the rich people gave will be able to compare to what the poor widow had given. Because generosity is not about the amount that we give in comparison to others. Generosity is about the amount that we give in proportion to what we have. Parang si Bill Gates, probably one of the most well-known rich people in the world. If if Bill Gates had given a million dollars, how many of you know that that's a huge amount? Definitely. And we appreciate the huge amounts that philanthropists give to charity and other worthy causes. We appreciate that. Pero yung one million dollars na yun, sobrang liit lang dun compared to what he has. Tama ba? Compared to, kunyari, a man having 100,000 pesos, yan na lahat ng savings at wealth niya. If he gives 10,000 pesos, then he would have given more than Bill Gates. Now, now, this is not to make comparisons uh, to other people and say, ah, mas generous ako sa'yo. Kasi in proportion to your wealth and income, barya lang binibigay mo eh. So that, that's not the point. The point that I'm trying to make here is this. And what we can learn is, is that everyone can be generous. Everyone say that with me. Everyone can be generous. I can be generous. Because generosity, again, is not about the amount that we give in comparison to others. Generosity is about the amount we give in proportion to what we have. We can practice generosity. Everyone can practice generosity. We can practice sacrificial giving as the Bible encourages us to, to do so. And it depends on what we have. So ayun, don't say that what you will give is inconsequential to what others will give. Kaya hindi ka na magbibigay, kaya hindi ka na maging generous. Continue to practice generosity because everyone can be generous and God's word encourages us to do so. I'm reminded of this passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians 8, 7. Sabi, sabi but as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, in, in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. Personally, I, I've seen people now because they think they don't have this huge amount of wealth in their lives, that kind of amount. Iniisip nila, yung mga ibang tao, mas malaki binibigay nila. Ano ba naman yung allowance ko, maybe as a student? Ano ba, ano ba naman yung malit na minimum wage that I have right now compared sa mga milyonari dyan? Iniisip na iba, my giving will be inconsequential. And you might think that. But if there's anything again that the story of the poor widow teaches us, yung pagbibigay natin, the proportion of what we give, God sees that and God will honor that. Again, assuming that our hearts are first right with God right? From, from week one. The amount we see and give, God sees that and He knows the sacrifices that we make when it comes to being generous. Amen? Amen. So again, kahit sino tayo, we can be generous. We can practice generosity as the Bible tells us to do so. As the word of, as what the Word of God says. Just as you excel in everything, he also that you excel in this grace of giving. Now, another thing, and uh, for this short preaching, maybe the last thing that we can learn from this account is this. In verse 44, Sabini Jesus, For they all contributed out of their abundance, 
But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. You know, it's, it's easy to give and be generous when we are in abundance, wouldn't you agree? But it's another thing to give by faith when we are in a challenging situation. Now, first and foremost, I just want to say here, when, when you read the text, wala namang sinabi about the people who were giving huge amounts and sums. Although some commentaries would say na maybe these people were giving out of wrong motives to show off their good deeds and works. Okay? But I hope that we will not be a people who will use the wealth, of God, wealth that God gives us to show off to people how generous we are. Amen? Because God sees our lives. God sees our hearts. God sees our motivation. If, if ever the people in the text did have that kind of motive, my hope is, not, is that we will not be like that, okay? However, what I want to emphasize more here is the fact that Jesus honored the faith and the giving of the woman with the two copper coins. When Jesus saw this woman do this act, he called his disciples, pinatawag niya sila, because he wanted this to be a teaching moment for them. And consequently, for all of us as well, I believe God wants us to learn and listen to this message as well. Again, it's very easy to give, to give to God, to honor the Lord with your wealth when you are in abundance. However, the real test of our faith in our lives is, is if we're still going to honor God with our wealth, if we're still going to be generous, even if we're in a very tight spot financially. I think that's where the real test of faith comes in. Again, this 2020, it may have been a difficult and tough year for the entire world econom ec economically, right? Many people lost jobs, some loved ones due to COVID. Some people has to close their business because of lockdowns and all that. I know some of you who are experiencing some, challenge, some challenges with their businesses. This is a real faith testing and stretching year. I hope and pray that we will still be able to honor God with our wealth and finances. Even when we will be put in a tight spot or situation. I believe it will please God if we will still be able to live by faith and give by faith to Him. Kahit mahirap yung situation natin. When we're generous, this is what we're communicating. We're saying, Lord, I'm going to trust you with my finances. Because in the world's economy, it doesn't make sense for you to give. Tama ba? In the world's economy, if you want to earn and save up more and more and more, it, it just doesn't make sense to give and give generously. When we're generous, we're, we're trusting God that He will be the one to supply all our needs. But again, it's one thing to be generous when you have plenty, when you have abundance, because you still have a lot of supply left to hold on to, even if you give away a few. It's another thing to honor God with your finances when you have lack. And just like what I said earlier, all of us can be generous because it's about what we give in proportion to what we have. Folks, when we give to God, when we give to the things He's calling us to give, even when we're in a very tight spot, I believe, ito, I believe that communicates our ultimate trust in God. You're saying, Lord, walang wala na ako, pero still, even with the only thing that I have left, I'm going to trust you because I know that you are my ultimate provider. And I know that you can supply all the things that I need in this life. Many of us may be in a tight spot in situation. And, ito, and to be honest, when I was reading this passage of Scripture for this message, when we were preparing, 
I'm thinking maybe this will come across as insensitive or something. But I remembered and I was reminded of this. That this is God's word, amen? Naniniwala ba kayo that this is God's word for all of you uh, watching and listening right now online? God's word stands true and God will never be put to shame with what he said in scripture. Maybe this is just timely for us to hear and listen again about the story of the woman with the two copper coins. Even though we've heard this for so many times. Maybe it's timely for our season. I believe the reason why Jesus called his disciples to watch the example of the woman is because he saw something in her heart, maybe. Maybe that's a heart that says, Lord, this is all that I have. This is the only thing I have left. But I'm giving it to you because um, in you alone will I put my entire trust. Amen? Amen. Again, add to heart. As we close this series, let me remind us of the things that we need to add to our hearts as we study scripture for these past three weeks. Let's be reminded again, folks, that God is more concerned with our hearts more than the amount that we actually give to Him. If our hearts are not right, then our offerings might just be in vain. Last week, again, we are to honor the Lord with our wealth, giving weight to God, prioritizing Him. And this includes the area of finances. We are to honor God with all our wealth. The first fruit of the produce helps us set apart our finances for God. It communicates to God that we want to give Him the best. And lastly, sacrificial generosity. For today's message, generosity is not about the amount we give in comparison to others. Generosity is about the amount we give in proportion to what we have. Thus, every one of us can be generous. Amen? The real test of our generosity, giving and honoring God with our wealth, will come not in times of abundance, but in times of lack. Are we still going to trust Him? Are we still going to give Him our all even in challenging situations? If we do this, and when we do so, I believe that God will be pleased with our act of faith because that communicates to God that we trust Him ultimately. Amen? And we can radically and sacrificially give. If our hearts are first and foremost predisposed and aligned to Him. Also, we can radically and sacrificially give knowing that it is God first who radically and sacrificially gave to us. Romans 8.32, let me end with this. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? When we look at what God did for us, when we look at the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, it communicates that we can fully trust God because he was the first one who gave his all to us. Ano ba naman yung all things in this life? when we know and understand and we are reminded that God first gave sacrificially to all of us. So that is my hope and my prayer. Let me just pray for us all. Lord, thank you, God, for uh, our time this afternoon. Thank you, God, for the series Add to Heart. I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that um, even in this short three-week series, must na align, Lord God, yung hearts namin towards your will, especially in the areas of biblical finance. Lord, your word has a lot to say about this topic, this area. And thank you for reminding us that giving is first and foremost, primarily a heart issue first. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will correct any mindsets, any heart issues that we may have, Lord God, right now, so that, so that our offerings, our givings, Lord God, our, we honoring you with our, our wealth will follow after. Thank you, God, for the privilege, Lord God, of being able to give to you abundantly and generously, Heavenly Father.
because it is only you who will give us, Lord God, the ability and capability to do so. And I pray, Lord God, I pray for, for those of us watching this online and who may have been affected with this pandemic, Lord God, with this year, with, with the downturn of the economy. Lord, I pray if, if that's you, um, kindly raise your hands. Kindly raise your hands right now in, in res- response to surrender to God. If you're just surrendering your life to God right now, you know, trusting Him with our finances, I would just like to pray for you. Because I know that our businesses must have closed down, Lord God. Um, some of us lost jobs. And I pray that our heart disposition will always be to honor you. Father, we, you see these people, Lord God, right now. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that um, we will not lose faith in you. We will not lose trust in you, Lord God. But we will trust you all the more. We will claim your word all the more. We will be in faith even more, Lord God, especially in this difficult season, Lord God, for many of us. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will be the one to strengthen our faith. You will be the one to increase our faith, Lord God. You will be the one to even help us, Lord God, um, initiate a generous heart in all of us. Because we know and understand that that will communicate, Lord God, that we are entrusting you with our lives, with our everything, and with our finances, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for all of us watching online, help us, Lord God. It's very difficult, Lord God, especially if mawala ng trabaho, ng business, and all these things. But I pray you will, you will just um, comfort us, Lord God, with your presence. You will just give us your peace, Lord God, that transcends all understanding. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, God, because you are our ultimate provider. And thank you, God, because we will just worship you with our all, Lord God. And that includes the area of finances and giving. We glorify you. Bless this time. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say online. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless everyone.